come, Holy Spirit. Give you permission, Lord, as always, to do what you desire. Make our minds, hearts, and souls fertile soil that your word may bear great fruit in our life. And this Holy Week, Lord, reveal to us this the great gift of Christ, self-offering in the passion. Convict and console our hearts. Speak, Lord, for your servants are listening. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Why the passion? Why would the Lord, why would our God do such a thing as to take on our human flesh and ultimately be rejected and suffer death on the cross for us? That's, that's the question as we're reading and praying this passion as we're entering into Holy Week. Why? And and we can say most profoundly, it is out of the love of the heart of God for us. And a love that saw and knew that the truth is, and this is maybe for some an uncomfortable truth, but a very important truth. Because if we don't get the first part right, we don't understand the second part at all. The truth is, is that in our sin, we deserve eternal separation from God. Hell. Again, maybe that's an uncomfortable, uncomfortable truth. Maybe it's, it's one that some people think is old-fashioned. But the truth is, is that salvation means nothing if we do not need to be saved. It means nothing. That by our sin that we deserve eternal separation from God. But the Lord did not desire that himself. The Lord desires our salvation, our being united with him forever. And so in that desire and in the love of his heart, and he took on the, our, our human flesh, and he mounted the cross, suffered death for us, even feeling in his, in his human mind and heart rejected by God. Of course he was not, but he felt this, like just the weight of suffering that was there. And all through this process, we see in the passion just glimpses of people that in a real sense represent us of saying no to the Lord, but he continues to say yes to us. We have first Peter, James, and John, right, the the three the, in the inside group of the 12 of the apostles that Jesus asked to come with him and to pray in the garden. Because in his humanity, again, desiring to be consoled. I mean, you think of this. God in the flesh longed to be consoled and to be, to be interceded for by, by these men. And so they are there, and Jesus is praying to the Father, like, Father, if this cup could pass, like, let it pass. And then he goes out to Peter, James, and John, and they're sleeping. And then he, he says, okay, guys, get up, pray. 
then he goes back and he's praying again and he's sweating blood and he comes back to them. Are, are, are you guys sleeping again? Okay, get up and pray. And then he goes to pray again, again, just in great agony and he comes back and they're sleeping again. He says, are you still sleeping and taking your rest? I'm not sure about you, but if I was Jesus at that point, I'm like, fellas, three strikes, you're out, go home. You are officially kicked off the team. But no, in that moment, what does Jesus do? He knows his betrayer is coming and he chooses them again. He says, get up, let us go. Like, I want you to be with me. I want you to come with me. And as he continues along, then there, there's Judas who betrays him. But Jesus still offering his heart to and for Judas. And then very interestingly, we have Pilate who's, who doesn't know what to do, right? Something within him, something within him. His wife is like, ah, I don't think we should do this. But he doesn't know what to do. So he tries to kind of get his weasel his way out of it a little bit. And so he presents to them, hey, you can have one prisoner, right? This, this tradition or on Passover, you can have one prisoner to be released. And so he presents to them, Jesus the Christ, who is the king of the Jews, or Barabbas, who is a revolutionary and a murderer. And they choose Barabbas. Now, interestingly, what does Barabbas mean? Bar means son. Abba means father. Barabbas means son of the father. And actually in some manuscripts, uh, early manuscripts of Matthew's gospel, it says his first name is Yeshua, Jesus, Barabbas. And so we have Jesus, the Christ, the true son of God. And then we have Jesus, the son of the father, who has been tainted by sin, who now in a sense is, is a, a counterfeit in a very real way, has lost his sonship. And who do they choose? They choose Barabbas. Because they cannot see Jesus for who he is. And the truth is, brothers and sisters, every time we sin, we choose Barabbas. We choose, we choose to reject the Lord and his plan and his truth for our life. And we take the counterfeit version, the false son of the father. And then in that, what we're doing is, right, when it's mortal sin, we're separating ourselves from our sonship, from our being sons and daughters of the Father, and then we're, we're, the life of grace is squelched in our souls. And in that moment, what does Jesus do? Again, if I'm the Lord, at that point, I'm like, okay, okay seriously, I'm done. I'm done. But Christ continues to give himself all the way to the cross 
all the way for our rescue, for our redemption, for our salvation. Why did he do this? Again, very, very simply, because he loves us. And because through our sin, we merited eternal separation from him. But it is his desire that we might be united with him forever. And so he has offered his life for us. And then, then the choice remains for us every single day of our life. Who will we choose? Will we choose Jesus of Nazareth, the son of the living God? Or will we choose Jesus Barabbas? And anytime we choose Barabbas, the Lord remains with his hand and his heart extended to us, particularly in the sacrament of reconciliation. Just come back. The gift of eternal salvation constantly offered from the heart of Jesus. So as we're entering into Holy Week, the church invites all of us to spend more time in prayer, particularly praying with the passion, to spend a little bit more time fasting. And again, I want to invite you to fast from noise and from media that it might facilitate a deeper space of prayer in your heart. And then to greater almsgiving as well of offering our life to the Lord and to and for others. That we might come to know ever more deeply in our souls this fundamental truth of the Lord's gift for us. That he rescues us. That he, he draws us into his heart again as sons and daughters. Because his love is perfect and his love is faithful and his love is pure. Jesus, son of the living God, Hosanna, right? Hosanna, son of David, have mercy on us. You've been listening to the Christ the King at LSU podcast. If you would like to become a golden giver or learn more about what we do, please visit ctklsu.org.